Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Ticket Water Cooler here on this wonderful Thursday. We hope you guys are enjoying lunch while you listen to Nick Sainert and myself as we will take you through the next hour and a half after the Ticket Water yeah. Cooler will be on for the happy hour. Same two voices. A lot of good stuff coming up on the uh, happy hour, by the way. So, um, the Big Ten is incredibly loaded with running backs, Rico. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at last year's yards per game for running backs. Mm -hmm. And Nebraska's name pops up once in the top 25 guys that had the, the most yards per game as running backs. Interesting. Just one guy. In the Big Ten Conference. Mm -hmm. Michigan has two names. Ohio State has two names. Wisconsin has two names. Iowa has three names. I was three? Multiple guys that are in the top 25 in yards per game. Nebraska only had one in Anthony Grant last year. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk that. Also, Nebraska's on their fourth offensive coordinator in five years. People might forget Who that. Who was the two-year? So Troy Walters was here. I mean, you can even go fourth in six years, I guess. Troy Walters was here 2018 and 2019. Matt Lubick was here 2020 and 2021. Mm -hmm. Mark Whipple in 2022. And now Marcus Satterfield in 2023. That's so a lot of of different offenses. Yeah, a lot of different offenses. And what's crazy is so, in I don't want to give it away. In the happy hour, we'll talk about. I went back to see in each year where did Nebraska finish in total offense that year, mm. and number two, how many ru- since we're going to continue with like this running rushing theme? Okay, how many rushing yards did they have in each of those years? Perfect, not a lot. I get tight. We're not going to go might, to that. It might surprise you. Oh, how many they had as a team in twenty. 20- 18 through or 2019 through 2021. I don't think it will because I feel like Adrian's a bulk of those. Adrian is a bulk, but I f- running backs were split. I feel like there was. I mean, that, I don't. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to get too far that's into like it. That's like the we're Diedr- Diedrich Mills years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll mean, get into it. Yeah, we'll talk. I about mean, we're that. talking running backs right now. I actually wanted to talk NFL running backs. That's fine. An article from ESPN came out. Um, why star NFL running backs have been devalued? If you were listening to the captain that last segment, yeah. we were talking about. Um, Saquon Barkley, who the Giants decided to re-sign mm-hmm. Daniel Jones to a pretty large contract. Um, they couldn't get a deal done with Saquon because he wanted more money. They were thinking about franchise tagging him. In my mind, I think that you would re-sign the best player on your team first. But hey, what do I know? I'm not an NFL GM. Saquon Barkley, they were offering him $12, $13 million a year. He wants Christian McCaffrey money. He thinks he's worth Christian McCaffrey money. I agree. He wants $16 million a year. The Giants don't seem to be budging. What is going on in the NFL that star running backs aren't getting the same treatment that they once did in the NFL? You, you think back to, to running backs in the in the early 2000s. I'm not even going to go back to the 90s and, and before that, but the early 2000s, you had uh, crazy running backs who were getting amazing contracts. You had LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, Sean Alexander. Uh, I'm not even going to try to mention more running backs, but all of these running backs, you these were the stars of the league. You had, obviously, your quarterbacks who will be stars every everywhere, but you had your running backs who were the stars of the league. Now, it's quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends. 
the 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 era of the running back seems to be coming to a close as you had former star running backs Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook all released well Kareem Hunt not re-signed by the Browns, Zeke, Fournette and Dalvin Cook all released by their teams. So here's it's funny that you brought this up cuz I was just reading an article this morning on Sports Illustrated. And cuz Melvin Gordon was on, I want to say, the Jim Rome show, and said, quote, it literally is the worst position to play in the NFL right now. It literally sucks to be a running back mm-hmm. in the NFL. That's from Melvin Gordon uh, just back on June 21st. And if you remember, it, it, it's kind of all followed suit after Sean McVay came out publicly and was really frustrated on the way that the Rams handled Todd Gurley. You'll remember Todd Gurley in his first four years of his rookie contract. Um, he earned like three Pro Bowl selections, had an unbelievable start to his career. The Rams end up signing Todd Gurley to a, a, an extension worth like $57 million or something like that. And at the time, it was like, this guy is absolutely this worth it. The next star. Um, yeah, so he was, they said the Rams rewarded Gurley with a four year worth $57.5 million uh, extension. So he had three Pro Bowl selections, two first-team All-Pro selections, Offensive Rookie in the, of the Year, and Offensive Player of the Year, and even finished as the MVP runner-up in 2017. Todd Gurley did that in his first four years after being picked 10th overall in the 2015 NFL Draft. Um, and now people are blaming Sean McVay for saying that, and other, other GMs, obviously, mm-hmm. for not wanting to pay running backs. And I came across this earlier today, Rico, as well. Do you know who is going to make the most money out of any running back this season? It's a guy we just talked about, actually, in the first segment. Oh, we just talked about in the first segment? Who did we talk about in the first segment? That is no longer at their college, at their university. Oh, Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. He's, He's going to make the he most? Is, he is going to make $13.7 million in total cash. And this comes from uh, NFL Rookie Watch on Twitter. Um, says, Bajon Robinson will make $13.7 million in total cash this season as a rookie. No running back is even within $1.5 million of this grand total. Josh Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing yards last season, will make $3.5 million less in total cash. Derrick Henry, who has the most rushing yards of any current running back, will make $3.2 million less in total cash this season. It's crazy. It's crazy how how underpaid and overworked. Part of that might be signing bonus, potentially. Uh, possibly, but how overpaid and underwor- or underpaid and overworked these running backs are. Well, because I was saying earlier, again, on the captain, I was like, look, it's a position where you don't play for very long, so you should get your money when while you yeah. can. You need to... Look, ask if you're a star running back like Saquon Barkley is. You need to ask for what you're worth because they could throw after next season. If he gets another injury, they could throw him by the wayside and and be done with him. And if he's only signed for you know twelve and a half million, that's all he's going to get. So he th- he's I think he's worth the sixteen million that he's asking for. And you have running backs. This is another thing with age. You how how old do you think Ezekiel Elliott is? Isn't he like twenty eight? He's twenty seven. Twenty seven. He's the same age as Kareem Hunt and Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Leonard Fournette is the oldest of the four that I mentioned at 28. 
Yeah, they're they're all one thousand yard rushers in their late twenties, and they're still without a deal this offseason. Different positions, twenty seven year olds. Would you think about cutting these people? Miles Garrett, mm. Debo Samuel, Buda Baker. No, no, you way. wouldn't even consider it. But at well, the running back position, yeah, they're, they're top of their game. But at the well, I I would think that Dalvin Cook, when he's healthy, and I understand that's with the injuries, thing is there's been multiple ACL problems. Well, I mean, Buda Baker's been hurt before. Multiple ACLs with with a running back when you need to be able to jump and cut. Leonard and, Fournette hasn't had any ACL injuries, I don't believe. Yeah. He's been relatively healthy, but he's 28 years old, which is ancient for a running back, apparently. It's so strange the, the way that the running back position has changed in however many years in the NFL. Because before, I mean, how old was... Oh, I can't... You had like 30-some-year-old running... I Frank Gore... Got signed oh, yeah. to a contract last season, and was still he wasn't. They weren't using him as a star running back, but he got signed to a contract. Dalvin Cook's still waiting to be signed. Zeke's still waiting to be well, signed. And, like, I, and I understand these guys might be asking for a lot more money, but I think that they're what Dalvin Cook is rushed for a thousand, despite being injured, and not playing a full season, still rushing for a thousand plus yards each season. So, I think what what's important to Note is that with those four guys, I mean, Zeke had fumble issues um, and then kind of got his spot taken by Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that little nugget of it. We already mentioned with Dalvin Cook some you know injury issues. I think I think what's interesting, a texter brought this up. Um, ben said this. I don't blame teams for not wanting to invest a lot of money into running backs. They get hurt all the time, and they aren't needed as much as they used to be. The market is determining their value. I would ask you this. How much has the mobile quarterback affected running backs? With with Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, you could even throw Joe Burrow at times. Um, we saw, I mean, Trey Lance, if he ends up becoming Justin something. Fields. Justin Fields. Patrick Mahomes has scrambling ability. Mm-hmm. Is that starting to devalue running backs as well? I think I, I don't know a, the answer to this. I think in the short term it might be, but once you real, it'll take one hit for those quite to a tongue of Iloa. I don't think they're going to be asking him to run much. He could run. I don't think they're asking him to run much. It could take one hit all of a sudden. For, I said Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah, you I think it could take one hit for that running back to become extremely important to that quarterback. Well, I, and I, I get that. Um, I just wonder now, like, when we talk about, like, Dalvin Cook, how much they have to cut and how agile and how how much they're asked to do. Mm-hmm. It's – I'm surprised Dalvin Cook hasn't signed somewhere yet, but I would also imagine that he's probably asking – near double digit figures per year and there no but no team's gonna sign him for that. I, I would with say the risk. I would say he's asking for less than what Saquon's asking for, but maybe too much for somebody to to actually take that risk on him. But I mean give credit to like Christian McCaffrey who's come back after injury after injury or injury after injury and still been able to be effective. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I mean the 49ers I, I, it's a really good system for for a lot of using lot of him in a different way than than Carolina, than Carolina did. Um, but no, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's one of those guys that's come back injury after injury. Dalvin Cook has been, but now he's been Minnesota, coming back, but he's been missing a lot. Like, I mean, Christian McCaffrey like, missed a lot in Carolina, and then he went to San Francisco. He didn't. 
I, I don't remember if he got injured or not, but he played a, a decent amount in in with San Francisco. But it was the same as Dalvin Cook in Minnesota that that McCaffrey was in Carolina. They they would play really well for a couple of games and then miss the rest of the season. Well, so that's what's interesting um, with like Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Does Dallas sign him if they don't have Tony Pollard? Oh, they keep him if they don't have Tony Pollard. And so I wonder if like he's still the star. If they don't have a running back who is as good as Tony Pollard has proven to be, Zeke is still the running back in Dallas. And I think he still has. Uh, again, I don't know if he's Pro okay. Bowl Zeke. But I think he still has enough to offer a team where if he's willing to accept that backup role, he can be a very, very solid backup or a really good starter. Here's here's maybe an idea. When you look at, is the running back pool just getting that much better? There's running backs everywhere. And then what I say about that is look at like Kansas City Chiefs. So they spend a first round pick on, on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And then out of nowhere, this low-round pick, Isaiah Pacheco, comes out of nowhere and is able to... Was it seventh round out of Rutgers? I, yeah. He, he's, able to, he's able to be a, be a focal point of that offense. And, and they signed Jarek McKinnon, and it's like, you know what? Clyde Hilaire gets banged up. Maybe, maybe the Chiefs don't need him as much. Mm-hmm. Same with Tony Pollard. Same with, like, Devin Singletary was a low-round pick. Um, so I, I'm wondering if, like... Philip Lindsay as well, back when he when he was with the Broncos, he was right? An undrafted and he just he just kind of crowded up that room. And so I, I'm just I just wonder sometimes if I mean we talk about it every NFL draft season as well, where it's like are, are any of these running backs that good to where they need to go in the first round, or can you wait till the late second, early third round and get a guy that could turn out just as well, if not better. We saw it this year, though, with obviously Bajan Robinson and then the guy that the Lions took that I'm out of Alabama. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. We saw two guys go in the first 15 picks. This is something that the Patriots have been doing for years, running back, and it's something that people for Nebraska have been lobbying against is running back by committee. Yeah. It's what's been happening. The the Sony Michelle, Ramondre Stevenson kind of duo. Damian Harris. Yeah. And that that Damian Harris is gone. He's gone to the Bills now. Mm -hmm. And they're still running back by committee. They did it Rex Burkhead with James White. Exactly. The Bills Bills did it with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary for a while. And now you throw in James Cook in there as well. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the the Chiefs never really gave it running back one to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It was always always a couple guys that were kind of in the the fold. He was wide back one. (laughs) But like Jamal Charles even. Like Jamal Charles. Oh, that was the last... Jamal Charles for the Chiefs. He was the last true number one workhorse back that the Chiefs. The had. Chiefs had, yeah. But that's also when he they that, kind of was, changed identity. He was that dude, though. Yeah, Jamal Charles was that. Dude. Uh, Kareem Hunt was number one. Kareem Hunt oh, would have right. been number one. You're right, number one guy by himself. So and then he got in trouble. Then he went to the Browns, and then he was a backup with with Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. So even 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 on a team that features two, uh, one of the best running backs in the in the in the league, and Nick Chubb. And then also pairing that with Kareem Hunt, who probably got or started struggling a little bit after his off the field issues. Well, now but he has still, been, now he hasn't been re-signed by the Browns. Yeah, so dang, we'll that's see wild. what happens. Running back, the running, the era of the running back coming close to a close in the NFL. But that's it for the second segment. When we come back, we'll close out the take a water cooler before heading on to the happy hour. You're listening to the water cooler on ninety three seven, the ticket. <laughs> 